Hello and welcome to episode nine of Work-Life Balance. I'm your host, Jess, and thank you for coming to listen to this podcast. I'm going to start off this week with my confessional and try not to go into a rant about the weather because the weather in the UK is awful. It's wet, it's rainy, and it's cold. We haven't even had just pure cold weather. It's just been wet and horrible. And right now I'm this close to booking a little mini holiday in some warm destination where I can get away from it. But yeah, I'm hating every minute of it and I think it's contributing a lot to burnout and fatigue and tiredness. And as a general public, I think we're just ready for it to be warm. I mean, it's the 1st of March. We need to, come on, winter, move along. Let's get into this warm weather. But... I'm going to start with my confessional. So that's enough of my rant about the weather because, you know, us British people, we do like to talk about the weather, um, but we can't talk about it all the time. So let's talk about my confessional this week. And I'm going to start off with saying that my confession is I do not like it when people who don't have um, children with them park in the parent and child bays in the supermarkets. It really, really ticks me off. And here's why. So I never really thought about it before I had a child. And no, I never did park in those spaces because there's no reason for me to park in a child, mother and child or parent bay beforehand. But since I've had a little one and I've been using the spaces because it is really difficult to try and get her out and squeeze her between like cars without you know almost scratching someone else's car I have seen a lot of different people parking in those bays and using them quite freely now I know a lot of people are going to have a lot of thoughts about this because I've seen a lot of thoughts on social media about it but um there are a few reasons I think it would be okay to park in those bays without having a child And the first thing is if you're really heavily pregnant, because I remember how difficult it was to get out of my car and squeeze between uh, two two cars and try not to scratch the other car. And I've got this mahoosive bump that I'm really trying to squish between these cars. Now, I know as a society, we have not helped by getting bigger and bigger cars, but the which also I think when they build shops, they probably need to build bigger spaces. But the fact still stands it is really really difficult to maneuver when you're that heavily pregnant and then also the distance of some of the car parks you've got to go quite a distance and when I was um, quite heavily pregnant I was having a lot of pain in my pelvis and just generally struggling but the shopping still needs doing and my husband couldn't come away from work to do it I mean we probably could have worked it out but it was just easier for me to go and do some shopping And the next thing I would say is, and this is from an experience I had the other day, is if all the disabled parking spaces are taken up, then I would say it's okay for someone to park in a parent and child space if they're disabled and there's no other spaces available. So those are the two reasons I actually think it is okay if you don't have a child. Now, I think there's a grey line with children who can walk so like they get to a certain age if they can get out and sort of walk across the car park themselves I'm talking a lot older you know maybe five or six then I think maybe 
you don't probably need to use the parent and child parking spaces as much, but I've not got to that point in my life where I'm experiencing that. So I can't comment as much on that. But for me, it's really, really difficult because when I get my um, little girl out, I'm trying to hold her and wriggle between the cars and then try to get the pram out and there's not a lot of space around there. And those extra bits that you get is really, really, really helpful, um, particularly if you're trying to navigate that all. I have found that certain shops have made like barely any parent parking spaces um, which is quite frustrating at times because they get taken up so quickly. Um, but yeah, and I know um, it's going to be a bit of a sort of controversial matter because I, I know a lot of people are going to say, you know, that they use it for X, Y, Z valid reason, but that that's my thoughts on it. I've seen so many capable people who, you know, don't look like they've got a valid reason. And yes, I know they may have a hidden disability, but then wouldn't they be parking in the disabled parking space or if they haven't got a badge for that then they still seem okay to be able to walk to the entrance of the shop which is my point um so yeah I know it's probably maybe a little bit unpopular in certain circles but that is my opinion so yeah that's my confessional for this week um let me know your thoughts and feelings on these car parking spaces and I've seen it cause a lot of disagreement on social media when people have mentioned it um I want to talk a bit about fatigue failure and burnout today because throughout this week I felt a significant amount of all of that to be honest um and I still feel a bit sore from my job rejection the other day which I think is okay because you work very hard to apply for jobs and it can be really difficult when you get so close to getting a job but then lose out because you don't have the experience and I've already talked about this so much but how the hell do you get experience if no one will actually take you in a job to give you the experience and I bet so many of you people out there are feeling like that so although I'm not working at the moment I think I'm just fatiguing from actually applying from jobs being a full-time mother I'm doing quite a lot of content creation which I really really enjoy but if you are a mother or you're doing a lot of childcare and you do content creation as well you will know that one trying to find the time to do it promote it and do everything else around it is immensely difficult and that can be really really draining so it means that most of the time I'm not going to bed before midnight which is fine because I I really really enjoy doing this but it doesn't detract from the fact that it's really really difficult because then my little one wakes me up probably about five o'clock to have some milk and a nappy change then I try and get a couple more hours rest but then she's probably awake very quickly after that as well so it can be really tiring and when you see me as well when I come on a video I look most of the time quite pale and quite tired so I do need a little bit of sunlight on me but I think I try not to judge people who look too tired because most people, I, I mean, I even look at celebrities these days and think, wow, they look really tired and like they've aged, which there's no problem with aging and there's no problem with looking tired. It's the fact that we are all tired. And as a society, I think everything is just so much more draining because the world is really, really tough at the moment. It's just no one's got any money Again, the weather's awful here in the UK. There's all sorts of things going on, wars and 
religious tension and you know we all as a society are really really frustrated which is why I'm saying at the moment if you feel you're burning out and you have the means to be able to get out of that burnout by either giving up a job that you really hate or making your life easier by asking someone to help you with childcare then do it because life is too short to be so burnt out. It was one of the reasons I just thought I can't, I'm not doing this nursing anymore because it is just so burning and it's so tiring. I just can't anymore. And again, I've got a lot shorter fuse for things that are just not going right and for systems that aren't working. For example, I was trying to recruit into a job. I got a job. And then the recruitment process was so difficult. They wanted so many different things and aspects that just kept going wrong that I just thought, I, I, I just I, I just wanted to put it to bed and thought, I, I don't have the time. My husband is happy for me to wait for the right thing to come along and for me to have less obstacles to getting into that thing that I just put it to the side and said, it's not worth it. And I know for a lot of you guys who need a job, that you won't have much choice in the matter and that you'll have to stick out these really crummy recruitment processes and, um, you know, just have to go through it. But if you can avoid it, just do it because the burnout's not worth it, the stress is not worth it and it's too tiring to be going through all of this. So that's one thing that I would say. Um, and so, yeah... Um, one of the incidences that has happened to me in relation to the recruitment process was to do with references and I'm going to not go into the details too much but basically um, I wasn't given a reference for a period of work which is okay it's up to the um, referee to do that but and I'm not going to go into too much details about that um, but what I'm saying is I, I have known other people who have had references declined from them and it can be really, um, it can have quite an effect on your career because it can mean that a period of time you can really struggle to actually fill that gap for your career and then you have to find other avenues to um, get a reference for that period, so a character reference or something else. So it can be, I would say it's quite life damaging and that's why I really detest the whole system of having references. Now, I'm not sure there's another way of doing it. I, you know, I was trying to brainstorm what's a better way of being able to categorise your experience um, that is not just coming from you and it's kind of like a, how do I say, someone who's attesting to that experience that's not just you saying it on a CV. And the only ways I could think was some sort of like digital career passport that's agreed at the time that you sort of leave the job, which I know has other difficulties because then you've got to go with the employer and agree on that and not employ not all employers are going to want to do that. Or I don't know, I, I, again, I, it just needs changing because the reference system is really unfair. And I'm not saying it's just unfair on employees it can be unfair on employers who probably don't, if you don't think, if they don't think you've done good enough work, then yeah, I'm sure that would be a problem at that point as well. But it's just not a great system at the moment. And I can, I've seen that a lot of people have lost out on jobs. My husband almost lost out on a job because he had people who didn't want to give him references. 
through no fault of his own, just the fact that they just didn't want to give him a reference. Um, I've had people not answer the reference requests, so I've had to chase them down, which I understand everyone's got really, really busy lives, but um, at the same time, that's your life as well, and that's your way of earning money, and so it's a really important thing. So if you are a line manager and you have a reference request come through, um, I do beg you, please, really think about, you know, sorting that out as soon as possible and if it is going to be a problem is just making sure that person that you know the reasons why you're not comfortable giving a reference and yeah it may be really difficult to talk to them but at the same time it's better that you know about it because I, I had no clue about the whole reference issue um, and that's all I'm going to say about it I I would love to hear your thoughts and comments on it as well because I'm sure references and lack of references or the type of reference you get has affected a lot of people and it can be a contentious is that the word whatever the word is I'm losing my words <laughs> it can be a sore subject for a lot of people and I'm sure there'll be arguments on both sides of the um both sides of the subject about references so yeah there's um a lot of fatigue and burnout going on at the moment and I think that is contributing to the fact that I have been so uh, forgetful lately and some of the things that I keep forgetting glasses I can never find them they keep going somewhere all the time um, my phone is disappearing on the daily several times when it's not being chewed up by my daughter who has the biggest fascination with my phone ever I know it's going to be more of a problem as she gets older but I'll address it then keys they're always going missing I mean where the hell are they um and I'm just becoming generally forgetful. I'm so tired, even though, you know, I, I seem to be able to get about seven and a half hours sleep. It's not always, always continuous sleep. Now, I'm someone who really, really uh, likes to emphasize the importance of sleep, which um, before I gave up nursing was absolutely horrific for me because I just didn't sleep between shifts. I didn't sleep before shifts and I then slept too much after shifts so now I really think sleep is really really important but again with everything that's going on small child trying to get lots of things done in and around her sleep has taken a bit of a tumble which is why I was I've got really dark eyes um so and the other thing is my skin's got worse and I I think that's generally because I'm just feeling under the weather all the time so I've got a constant tickly throat and snotty nose and that I suppose that comes with just the general weather and time of year. But again, it, it, it's all going part and parcel with, you know, fatigue and tiredness. And I think the main things you need to do if you're feeling like that is just making sure you, you're getting in good nutrition, that you're taking rest and that you're generally not going at a full pelt racehorse speed because it is really 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 hard and difficult out there um I would love to talk to some people who have been experiencing burnout um because it's it's at a whole new level I was speaking to my husband and he's really burnt out from everything but he's coping really well with it and I think the problem is um we're all getting a lot of expectations from us and we all are being asked for more and more and this week I particularly got into well a little bit of a hot cauldron 
particularly with my husband, because I was getting quite angry all the time and I wasn't really sure why. And I think part of that might have been lack of sleep and frustration and trying to make something of myself. And he said I had a rage, which is probably fair because I've been spending most of the week kind of um, shouting and just becoming really a little bit, not aggressive, well, maybe it's aggressive, just when he asked me something, I've been a bit, you know, angry, you know, quite quick-witted, or, oh, what do you want to know that about, or, you know, so I've tried to be more thoughtful about how I'm responding to things that he's asking me or saying to me, and he says now, and then I've started, I've started doing a lot of baking for some reason as well, like cookies and sausage rolls and things, he says, it's your rage baking, which it, it's not rage baking, but it's quite funny that he's called it rage baking. So he's like, oh, are you angry every time I'm baking? So it's become more like a joke, which is why I, I think it's quite funny because we've actually managed to turn something quite negative into a positive thing. So that's one of the things that I would say is if you are feeling quite low is to try and turn whatever that negative is into a positive. And again, have a very low threshold for rubbish and crap in your life that is causing you to feel that low and awful and um there was a video I was watching on uh I think TikTok that a lady was talking about being a people pleaser um and that she used to be a people pleaser quite a lot and I was thinking actually I used to be a people pleaser quite a lot and that I still am a little bit of a people pleaser but it's something that we all need to kind of reduce because again life is too short to keep pleasing other people and say oh did you enjoy that and yes I really really enjoyed it and you know for example if you had a bad haircut just say look I'm not that pleased with it you know I remember I had a haircut where I wanted my hair dyed a sort of reddish color it went pink and I was like yeah that's okay yeah I don't mind it again the polite British thing which I was listening to another podcast and another lady had done that. And yeah, us British, we are so polite. We don't want to even say boo to a ghost. I can be quite brutal in my online reviews. So it's okay when you hide behind the anonymity, but it's not okay when you're actually confronted by the person. And I think that's where, as a society, we need to be more upfront. I'm not saying be rude about it. I'm saying be constructive and actually be honest with people when you say you don't like something. Um, so that's something that I think I need to work on this week to try and reduce my uh, fatigue and burnout is one, lessen how angry I am and two, try and get a bit more rest. I'll let you guys know how much rest I get this week because I'm going to put in a lot of effort to try and do that better. And I'm really hoping the weather improves so that that will boost my energy. Um, and yes, Stop people pleasing because there's no point. A lot of people aren't going to want to please you. So why should you please them? Um, in other news, what else is going on? Not much. I'm just trying to make my way through this social media world again. So I've talked in previous episodes about social media. And my God, it's becoming more of a deeper dive. Every week, it's like a new interesting thing that I'm finding out about social media and the pitfalls of it. Um one thing I learned was how well a video so if you ever feel that you're not doing well on social media think about this so another lady who I was following or listening to she said that 
a video of some strawberries covered with chocolate had got so many millions of views. It's just strawberries covered with chocolate. It's no, you know, interesting pinnacle point or political thing that has happened. It's strawberries covered with chocolate. So I just wonder whether people are more interested in hearing about simplicity in the world because at the moment everything is so complicated and it just wears you down. I mean, I'm finding I'm having to fight to try and keep the bills down and it's quite ironic that the electric bill is going to go down in April potentially when everyone is going to be starting to use less electric. And for me, I'm just like, I've just been scraping by to, you know, I've not used a dryer this year because that's just going to whack it up. I'm looking at my meter all the time. I'm like, how many pence have we used cooking this? And how many pence have we used doing this wash, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just, it's all those things that contributed to this tiredness of having to watch every little thing that you're doing and make it, you know, last all the way to, you know, the next payday. And one of the things I've done to try and help with that is um, make meals from scratch. Because one, I can make bigger meals than what I'd get from a frozen food. So a frozen pizza, for some reason, is the size of, I don't know, my hand at the moment. Whereas a pizza that I make is triple the size. We have leftovers for lunch the next day. So I try and hand make, home make it, which, yes, is very time consuming, but... Some of the meals I make, I try and sort of make that quicker. So a quick meal like pasta, throw it all together, add a load of veg, that, bam, you're done. So that's one saving. Um, the other saving is as soon as there's a slight breeze and a little bit of sunshine, my clothes are drying outside because I'll be damned if I'm using that dryer and spending however much that's going to cost for me to dry clothes. So yeah, I think all the all the time having to penny pinch is really, really difficult for people at the moment. And I already alluded to, I think, in a previous episode that people are increasingly going to other ways of trying to make money. I've seen so many people doing TikTok shops and now the government wants to put a stop to you making money on that without it being taxed. And it just seems like you never get a break. Let's let's tax our tiny little vintage profit that we made on this one shirt that we've sent off. You know, it is just absolutely horrendous so yeah reduce your burnout just don't let it get to you um job application so I'm getting a little bit of help with my job applications and the person I spoke to said have you tried applying for this and this local company and I said yes I did I got rejected from them they're like oh there's probably some little thing you haven't done in your cv and Maybe there probably is, but I also think they've probably had so many applications that they were like, there's too many to deal with. We're just going to cherry pick the best from the top. And yeah, again, I think employers are probably lucky at the moment because they're able to try and go for those unicorns that who are not who are willing to accept less money, um, but still do the job and have loads of qualifications that are thrown at it. I mean, the amount of people I've been reading, particularly on the forums I like to search through, um, who have just said, you know, they rejected me over some little silly thing or whatever. And I think sometimes it's a reason for employers not to give out proper reasons for, for why they're rejecting you. But that aside, so... It's going to be a bit of a shorter episode this week, but I'm hoping to um, have a really good episode next week. Um, 
I've got hopefully some guests that might be coming up on the podcast. And I also want to tell you about the time that I um, knew I was pregnant without taking a pregnancy test. So that would be really good and interesting to talk about. But in the meantime, uh, keep happy, do things that you enjoy and try and make some time for yourself. And let's hope that the weather is going to be a little bit better in the UK or wherever you are. Let's hope the weather is getting better. And um, I hope you have a lovely week.